This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Winter doesn't have to be boring and cold. Shipped same-day delivery can make winter fun and energizing. How? By skipping the store, you get more time for the fun stuff you actually want to do. Like crushing it at the gym or cranking up the oven to bake your heart out or just getting out of the house to see friendly faces. To get more time this winter, learn more at shipped.com slash winter. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash winter. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! You're watching Lester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Right, Chris. All right there. All right at the back. How are we all doing? Greetings from the Kremlin. Well... Not exactly greetings from from wet wet and damp Bournemouth. Um, <laughs> no, no, we won't go there. Uh, how are we doing? It is European week. The games are coming thick and fast. Two a week. A bit like my sex life. Well, not anymore, but used to be. This is uh, the preview show for what is week four of the Europa League. And this is where you can catch Leicester Till I Die live and post, uh, post show listen to. 
Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. And we'll say good evening to my co-host, uh, the Thinking Woman's Deadline. I'm here with us this evening. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> how the devil are you, sir? I'm good, thank you very much. Does that, I'm trying to work that one out. Um, so does that mean that anybody who likes the true Deadline doesn't think? I don't know. I think you are think you are overthinking it. I think. I think I, I am. Thought, aren't I? Yeah. Yes, I hadn't thought that much, but uh, of course we are. Pleased to have you amongst us. Of course, now you are a famous star. Do tell us about it. Um, well, obviously, as you know, Chris likes to exaggerate everything. Um, <laughs> what? But no, I was interviewed. I was interviewed after the game for a, a channel called Upside Sports, who uh, who go around and make videos, uh, post-match videos uh, around the country at different grounds, and this time. Uh, Unfortunately, they chose the Leicester Arsenal game rather than the Leicester Man U game a couple of weeks earlier, which would have been a much better. So, uh, unfortunately, yes. I had to uh, talk about a, a 2 0 defeat. But uh, yeah, it was really enjoyable. You know, there was a couple of other guys there and uh, plenty of noise in the background from, from uh, the Blues Bar across the road. <laughs> but no, it was really enjoyable. And um, yeah, and hopefully, people enjoyed my punditry on the spot. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased, of course, now you're famous, that you still come on to our little show here. You know, um... you, know I, you, you can't forget where you started. So, uh, you know, that'll always be the case, Chris. I, I'm so, so humble and so modest that that, <laughs> that is you all over, sir. You all over. You, know. you, you, were, you were there at the weekend. Mm. Um, we will touch very, very briefly on it. And I did say that, of course, our owners are, are, are very famous for buying all the players a BMW when we won the Premier League. Maybe an alarm clock wouldn't have sort of gone amiss either. I mean, what what is it with Leicester this season? We don't seem to get going until we're in trouble. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. I think apart from the, the Man U game where I think we came out of the blocks, um, but even then we could have conceded quite early on. We're just slow starters, aren't we? I don't know... I don't know what, what goes on in the January room beforehand. Usually there's some sort of, um, you know, sort of rallying cry, you know, that either the manager or the players or someone puts out to the team. But I think we just must play kind of chill, chilled out music and just send them out for a little, <laughs> you know, Saturday stroll. And then, you know, if, if a game of football breaks out, then, you know, join in when you're ready. Kind of thing. yeah, <laughs> but that that was the biggest point, wasn't it? it mm. And it, it was the the point I think I um sort of rammed home with uh, with the upside sports guys that you can't afford to start slow and uh, and gives teams a one two goal lead as we did this time before you decide to play. You know, teams are not good. So we're not uh, always going to be able to come back. You know, exactly. I know Man United was one goal, but but Moscow in the first leg and after we'll come on to that later was two goals. It, we, we can't we can't keep doing this, can we? No, and I think it goes back to something we talked about right at the start of the season, um, and probably into into the end of last season, is the fact, uh, ITM, um, that we are we're not aggressive. We're not a, a naturally aggressive team. It always 
it's like you know if you were you were the sort of quiet kid in the, in the school playground that you, you wouldn't say boo to a goose unless you were uh, provoked and that, that seems to be like us we wait to be provoked mm. and unfortunately our provocation is coming in goals um yeah. which is probably the worst thing you know and yeah. we, we can't do it but i don't think we're a naturally aggressive team samare yeah. um perfect example of that for me big lad very strong on the ball but would he sort of hurt someone to win it? I'm not sure he would. I don't think he has that killer instinct in him yet. Hopefully that'll come as he develops and he gets used to the English Premier League because he's going to have to. We haven't got that midfield enforcer, have we? No, like a like a you know a Jordan Henderson or a dare um, I say Roy Fer- Keane? <laughs> yeah, I mean Fernandinho. You know, um, even Jorginho. You know, likes to put his foot in. There's a few players who like to put the foot in. We're nicey, nicey, you know, play all the football. But, you know, you, as I say, it's a cliche. I used it at the weekend. You do have to earn the right to play your football. You've got to win the physical battle first. Yes, yeah. So it's a few hellos here. TM, hello. We, uh, we, 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 we saw you then. You must be happy. Conti. Well, you've got him. I mean, that's only cost you an extra five million to pay off Nuno. I mean, what the hell? I mean, you finally got... I believe a decent manager because he's been there. Poch, love him to bits, but he hadn't actually really been there when he came Mm. in. He was the manager in the making. Here, you've got a ready-made manager. And it's one of the things I'm going to be talking about in the, um, I call it sloppy second show uh, with X on the pitch at nine o'clock is, are managers allowed to manage? So it'd be interesting to see Mm. what his thoughts on Conti are. Nippon, hello, sir. How the devil are you? And static. Um, it's, a, it's an Arsenal. It's an Arsenal tree, uh, not an Arsenal, a London trilogy there. Arsenal, Chelsea, and Spurs. Uh, but let's even things up. Neil here from Beyond the LFC. Great channel, guys. Of course, they did um, come on. Well, Ant came on on behalf and uh, a, a cash from Beyond the 90. Uh, can I just say, I mean, come on. Neil here, you're a, you're a bigger channel than us. You must have a little bit of a budget. Go and buy Ant a stepladder. <laughs> or, or, you know, just, just a stool or something he can just step on when he's doing that because it, it was like mountain, valley, mountain the, the other day. Um, it does make the point, and I'd actually, Neil, written this exact same point down here, and I've not been Chowdhury's biggest fan, as, as you will know, but you know, is he the is he the, the man we're looking for? Because we know I, mean, I always say he's got a red card in him, but he's certainly got that grit and he, he won't pull out of a tackle. So maybe, and I can't eat any more humble pie than I'm already mm. eaten this season. Um maybe he's the one that could fill that role. Uh potentially. Um I would hope that indeed he is 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 not far away, to be honest. Mm. In, Indeedy, I hope um, he's available for for Thursday. But without him, then yes, um, Hamza could well be. I think what Hamza needs to learn is a bit more game craft. Um, yes. He's very likely, because he, he's not subtle about what he does, um, uh, he's, he's just as likely to pick up a booking in the first 10 minutes and then, you know, that, that's his game gone. Whereas the likes of Fernandinho, you know, somehow manages to tread a line, a very fine line, 
for about 70 minutes and usually gets booked on a on the totting up process because you know man city and guardiola's come out and said this doesn't happen but we we all know it does anybody who watches football they do the dirty little cynical fouls the little trips to break the game up in the middle of the park that's not going to give you a free kick on the edge of the box they're quite happy tripping people um on the on the halfway line to stop any breakaways and you seem to be able to get away with four or five or six of those um, without getting booked. Hamza tends to throw himself in a little bit, so that would be a danger. So a little yeah. bit more, you know, footballing know-how, and uh, and he could be. Yeah. Neil says he's off to tell his mum about what I said. All I will say is that looking when you were all three of you together, you did look like... <laughs> Dare I say three generations, Craig, as he went in the thing. And I'm not sure which generation Neil was, because I think he was he was the tallest. Um but... All I'll say to that, Chris, is yeah, none taken, mate. None taken. <laughs> you know I jest, sir. You know I jest. I was I was trying to keep it clean. <laughs> but uh, but no, let's I mean we we have got this match um Coming up, uh, it, at least it's at a decent time this week. Uh, I didn't realise, to be honest, with you, there were actually four uh, Moscow teams. That was a bit like London, uh, but they've got mm. four teams that they've got to try and accommodate. Uh, match day four this Thursday, the fourth of November, at the KP. As a decent time, eight pm. Mm. It's on BT Sport and Radio Wise, Radio Leicester, or LCFC.com forward slash radio. I'm sure. All the national radio stations will be um, following Spurs that day, with it being Conti's, you know, first match. But it's good to have it back at a decent time, isn't it? It was a bit too early last time. Yeah, it was. I can say I, I couldn't see it. I was uh, I was following along on uh, on Twitter and BBC and all that. Um, yes, but yeah, well, it'd be I was nice working to very studiously. Yes, of course, as yes. always. As, as, as always, as always. Um, going into the match, though, um, we obviously, we, we, I don't think this is, uh, I'm a bit confused about this because they've got us down as, as this is, this is the UEFA.com website. I'm not 100% sure. I think it's probably up there with Wikipedia. But um, I think what you've, what you've probably got there, you've probably got Brentford, Man United, Brighton, and um, the last cup game. So that I would imagine that's not league. That's last yeah, but four. we haven't got we haven't got the draw in there for Brighton, have we? Um, so uh, no, but we've got the cup win in there, haven't we? Yeah, ah. so would honest, been... let, let, let's just, let's just use Leicester's LCFC.com. It's better than UEFA. Um, so I mean, we've got three wins, a draw, and a loss, which is more mm. like it. Um, confident going into the game, Craig? Yeah. Uh, I am, to be honest, and mm. I know you, you've thrown this phrase out there quite a lot this season, uh, prior to games, but this is a must-win. <laughs> you beat once, me, I've got it written down. Yeah. I was going to say it, yes. For, for once, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, uh, even before that you put the question <laughs> out there. This is a must-win. And, yes. you know, this is looking more and more like our best chance of Champions League football. Um I think at the league at the minute, there's too many teams that are putting in decent performances. Mm. We're too inconsistent at the minute. We would have to come with a, a sort of bit of a late run. So you've got to say this is our best hope that you know we get out of the group and then get a favourable draw. So 
there's no way uh, he can put out a weakened team in this competition for me. This is literally European must win. Because we've actually dropped down quite heavily in the UEFA coefficient. Yeah, I did see uh, that, yeah. Yeah, I think we've dropped it from something like 25th to 75th mm. uh, because the obviously the Premier League run uh, yeah. isn't included anymore. So, you know, that drops us down from sort of like, you know, pot one and two that we've been in down mm. to down to pot three. I mean, can you see us? And unfortunately, I think I possibly can see us not getting into a European place in the league. Um, I think so. Or shall we say... Uh, a European competition that we want to be in because <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't looking... even know because I think he goes down to seventh doesn't it for the conference yeah it does so that's what I mean do we want to be in that one um obviously the lure of that was enough to bring Conte to Spurs um <laughs> so you know let, let's not uh, let's not diss it um and, and you know to a point any co- any European competition is good it's just there's a lot of work in that in that competition to then win it to be rewarded with a place in the um, Europa League the following season. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard this season. You know, you've, you've I think uh, you, I think the top three are playing in a different league at the moment: Man City, Liverpool, yes. and Chelsea. Then you've got the likes of Arsenal are on a run at the moment. Mm-hmm. You've still got Man U. You've got West Ham who are doing great, who are managing to do really well in Europe and in the league. What would happen if they got a couple of uh, key people injured would be interesting. Um, but then you've got other teams who are capable of taking points off you as well. You know, Spurs are going to be a different, totally different proposition yes. under Conte. Aren't than they, they just? Were. Yes. yes. So I think that's seven or eight teams I've mentioned already. And then you've mm. got the likes of Crystal Palace who are doing really, uh, really well and much better. Great result for them against Man City. So, um, you know, it's going to be a tough, tough uh, division and it gets tougher and tougher each year. So this has got to be our best shot. Just looking at TM says, don't start to me, Craig. Chris does good all by himself. Um, Munzi, good evening. How the devil are you? Um, I'm still a man, not a woman, Chris. <laughs> Lol. Uh, well, you, these days, you know, <laughs> I read that as mummy the first time. Okay, mummy talks. <laughs> so, I should have gone to Specsavers. Rich from Rich Sports, good evening. So, how the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, Looking at Moscow's form, I mean, the last four games in their league, forgetting mm-hmm. Europe at the moment, but in their league, uh, includes a 7-1 defeat uh, away to Zenit, St. Petersburg, who right. uh, I know are sort of top of the league. Uh, I mean, they've got a goal difference of 18. Uh, but even Zenit have lost two in the last five. But mm. that was a bit of a... A, a, a beating for them, wasn't it? Just, I mean, I know they've since then they've since played uh, FC Rostov and got a one-one draw. Um, but Rostov are not sort of uh, particularly high up. That other, yeah, they're twelfth. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be going into this having got that within recent weeks. That's still in sort of the memory. No, and I think it's is pretty well documented that uh, Eastern European country uh, teams don't necessarily travel that well uh, either. They're very strong at home, you know. They they have a vociferous and partisan crowd behind them usually in the European games. But 
but they don't travel particularly well. So no. No. the worst thing that we could do is again have a sloppy start and uh, and give a goal away, you know, because then you expect that they would sit in and make it quite hard for us. So it's really important to to have a strong start. Uh, and get our noses in front and force them to come out a little bit. I mean, I'm looking at it, and they could almost be the Russian Leicester City, to be honest with you. They're sat down there in ninth place, having played 13. Um, They've scored 15, but they've conceded 18. Obviously, seven of those was in one game. But we do know from the first leg that they can be got at and, and rattled. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, uh, you know, we scored four. We could have had a few more as well. I know they could have probably had another couple early on, you know, when we weren't, uh, when we hadn't mm. started. But particularly on the break, they look susceptible to uh, to not being able to pick up any runners, particularly from deep. Dakar had a really good game, as we know. Took up a lot of really good, sensible positions uh, in that game. And he had players who were, uh, picking up his runs and seeing him and delivering the ball, and then his finishing was fantastic. So, we we know. I think Brendan and the team will obviously know where their strengths and weaknesses are, and it's up to us to try and exploit them. Indeed, and it is. And we, we know we we have touched on this already, but for me, uh, I, I suppose I do. I do like quoting, like you know, the game of two halves, and it, uh, it's a must-win game, but. We've got to, surely this is the game, like you say, he's got to put his strongest team out and we've got to get that first goal, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we have to. As I say, we can't, you know, all around Europe. I mean, these are, uh, you know, uh, an experienced European team, you know, much more experienced in Europe than we are. So they will know how these games work, particularly the the away games. And and let's not forget, you know, they need the points as well. Otherwise, they're, they're, uh, they're not taking part either. Mm. Uh, in the latter stages so it's really important for us to get a first goal and then build on it not just sit back because that would be a you know a sucker thing to do wouldn't it just get caught on a sucker punch yeah. by sitting back not going for the jugular really important that we start the game strongly um you know i'm fed up of hearing brendan after the game saying you know we're not aggressive enough i sent them out with instructions to do x we actually did y I'm fed up of hearing that. You know, the players have got to take it upon themselves. You know, as soon as they, you know, to use an old adage, as soon as they cross the white line, it's down to them. Regardless of what anybody else said in the changing room, they should be able to motivate them for a big European game, big crowd, you know, so they've got no excuses tomorrow for me. I I just find it hard to think that a manager tells you to... I just find it hard to think. (laughs) That's a statement on its own, isn't it? (laughs) I find it hard to to think that the manager says you go out and do this and then the 11 players go out Hmm. and do completely the opposite. The thing is, though, I I think that's part of a character. You know, you could tell... You know, you could tell somebody, you can tell a pacifist to go out and be aggressive, but when they get there, if they're met with aggression, they're going to shrink back again. And I think that's it. It's either in your character or it's not. And that should be brought into play when we're uh, scouting people. You know, Mm. I'm sure it's not just about your footballing ability. If you're playing at the top level in most countries, you can play football. It's about the rest of your character. What else have you got that makes you... I mean, you know, what, what makes a great player a great player? You know, Roy Keane, for instance, you used him early. 
earlier. Perfect example. Not the best footballer by any means. Didn't have a trick or any skills. Passing and, and his vision was was okay. You wouldn't say it was outstanding. What he had was a will to win. And that will mm. to win, when you're surrounded by other good players, takes you a hell of a long way. And that's just within him. That's not been given, as you can see now, when, when he's doing his punditry. You know, he's, he's not a shy boy. Um, he'll say what he thinks. <laughs> so that's going to be the understatement of the, uh, <laughs> the decade, doesn't it? So I, think, I think that needs to be taken into account. When you're building your squad, mm. you know, you've got to have characters in there as well. And I think we're lacking in characters. Anybody who, you know, you look around, I, I mean, none spring to mind other than Schmeichel, um, Jamie to a certain extent, but that's a different kind of character. But in terms of aggression, Schmeichel, I, I mean, anyone else? Soyuncu's aggressive, but doesn't channel it necessarily in the right way. No, no. So from a from a someone who's got that real will to win, it's a bit yes. lacking for me in our squad. There's nobody there that would will go out and grab you by the scruff of the neck and you know no, no push you over the top there, as they no. say you know go 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 and go and get them if mm. you like, and it, this brings me on to on on to this point um, very very nicely. You'd, you'd almost think that this show was was scripted and we rehearsed it, but um, have a look at this today. <laughs> that know i do a um blog for the bbc every tuesday it's the tuesday talking point one fan does it every day uh every week sorry on a tuesday which is why it's called the tuesday talking point hey i wasn't born yesterday you know <laughs> <laughs> and the, the one that I've, got, that I've that i've written about today is when will we keep a clean sheet 22% of the year was the last time ago was the last time we kept a clean sheet, which was the first day of the season. Yes, we did against Millwall. It was in the League Cup, though not and no disrespect to Millwall, they're not a Premier League team. But we just don't keep. I mean, I, I say in there, and please go and say bbc.co.uk. Uh, forward slash sport, forward slash football teams, Leicester City. Just search BBC Leicester City, and and you, it will come up. Um, it's it's just a short blog, but I, I know. Just say Claudio used to we'll have to go out and buy us pizzas. I think um, I think Brendan Rogers will have to go out and buy us a three course meal uh, at, at this rate. The worrying thing is that. We were worse than, you know, I know we've got our defensive problems and the defenders aren't playing together regularly. And, of course, that does cause problems. I accept that. But weren't we worse than this last season? We had more, you know, more defenders out. and Yeah, I I, I don't know what it is. I'm going to say, other than the, the two things for me. One, again, lack of aggression, particularly when balls are played into the box from set pieces, corners. Hmm. Because you have this... Um, zonal marking system you're kind of told to stay in your zones so therefore unless the ball comes into your area nobody goes to attack it and because you're in that mm. zone the attackers are already coming in and are always going to beat you at a, at a fair jump to be honest there was a situation um, in the game against Arsenal when I was, I was having a close look at this we had uh, Schmeichel 
Then there were three Arsenal players in front of him to the back post. Five of us on six-yard box, not marking any of those three. And then another three Arsenal players at the back post a bit further out. And I'm thinking, <coughs> surely, surely someone has to say, OK, that's where we're supposed to be. But the players are over it. I mean, it would be funny and interesting and probably alarming if a team decided to keep all of their players outside the box. I bet we would still line up in exactly the same places that we've been told to on a little clipboard somewhere. Yes. You know, just ignoring the players, you know, that we're supposed to be marking. I mean, where does zonal marking start and finish? I don't get it. I've never been a fan of of, of um, zonal marking. I've got to got to be honest with you, Maisie. Good evening, Devils United uh, TV. Get over there and support her. Hey, Chris, and she hasn't forgotten you, Craig. Hey, Craig. Um, uh, yes, you will have to read it for this week. Oh, I mean, you haven't been reading it, Maisie. Well, I'm disappointed. Disappointed, Terry. Good evening. How the devil are you? Um, I thought you were away this week because you've not got a question for Julian later. I don't know. The thing is, if we crash and burn in the next two Europa games, we can start to say cheerio to one or two of our players. Unfortunately, I think I think you're right. If we're not going to get the minimum, we've got to get is a, you know a European place of some description to keep hold of a couple of them. Um, you would hope, you know, we've got an international break coming up. You would hope they're working on it. I mean, we must have defensive coaches. And I'm saying, what are they doing? You know, I mean, you've got... You, we've got three defenders, right, that actually work for the club in a commentary role. Matt yeah. Elliott, Jerry Taggart, Steve Walsh. Three, what I would call, excuse my friendship, bloody good defenders. Mm. Maybe we should be using them on the training field rather than behind the microphone. Yeah, I mean, what we've got, what we've got, Colo Torre, who uh, who seemed to be more interested in uh, in saying hello to his old, uh, some of his um, Arsenal players in the tunnel afterwards, which was mm. disappointing to see, to say the least. Yeah. But if, if he's there as a defensive coordinator, I don't know what he's coordinating, to be honest. Yeah. And while we're on this, at what point, and I know it sounds a little old-fashioned, I would like someone to do um, some research onto this. What happened to putting men on the posts? Yeah. If, you, if you're going to zonally mark, mark those two areas for a start, because I bet if somebody does some research on where the ball goes into the net from corners and free kicks, I would imagine there's a hell of a lot that are going just inside the post. The one we um, conceded at the weekend, Gabriel flashed across um, Schmeichel. Jamie Vardy's header flashed across Schmeichel from a corner. It happens all the time. They just go in the posts. Mm. So I don't understand what you lose by having someone on those two posts. I, I, it used to be a thing. Someone somewhere, probably, and I'm guessing, probably one of the foreign coaches, um, who seem to be able to do no wrong, decided that you don't need to do that. So we all followed them the same way that they brought in playing out them from the back. So we all followed them. Yeah. Just do the basics, please. Yes. I mean, you've got um, Martin O'Neill years. You had, and we're going to be today, one of the things we're talking about with Julian later is sort of, you know, we've got more holes in our defence than Swiss cheese. 
Um, Maybe, Chris, you can ask him about about that, about marking of posts. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and but we used to stopped. do it under we used to do it under Martin O'Neill, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say I, I'm not sure when it when it happened. Uh, you know, whether it was uh, whether it was Wenger or whether it was mm. a Guardiola thing. I'm I'm not sure, but. It's definitely stopped. I don't. It's not just us. I I don't see many teams doing it at all, even the likes of Burnley. I, you know, I'm sure if, if Dan's around, he he could let us know. But it just seems such an obvious place. You know where 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 the ball ends up in the net. You've got a keeper in the middle. Just cover the two posts. It, yes, it seems obvious, but it clearly um, we we don't have enough uh, coaching qualifications for it to yeah. be of any notice. Uh, good evening, David. Welcome along. Thanks for joining us. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, good evening, both of you. It's pathetic, the defence, just because we don't have Fafana and JJ, just a convenient excuse for the team. The thing is, as, as I put as I'm going to be telling all the blog, you don't need to go to the BBC, David, and read it, because <laughs> virtually saying everything that's on it. But, you know, everybody is saying that, you know, it's, oh, come on, you know, when these players come back, we'll be great. But yeah. Fafana, for example, is going to be January. Well, okay, he's back in January. When's he going to be up to speed? Probably mm. mid end of February. By which time we could be out of everything. Mm. Well, particularly, I mean, you know, the in play is in play is one thing. Um, from set pieces is something different because you. It doesn't matter who the players are there for me. You know, it used to be that when you were man for man, you basically, your job was not necessarily to win the ball, it was to stop the attacker getting to it. So you did that by having contact, you know, not, not wrestling them, but you just block their runs. If you're marking a zone, then you can't do that. They just get a free run on you all the time. So for me, they, if, I mean, the most stupid comment, I know Brendan comes out with quite a few comments um, that I think are stupid. He's come out with one of the most stupid ones this week. You know, conceding goals from set pieces and corners isn't a problem for us. Hello? Hello? Well, I, don't, I don't know what you're watching. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> you got the telly on another game, have you? Mm. <laughs> you know? I, I just, I, you know, with zonal marking, if you're marking a man, right, you know, if, mm. if Brendan says to uh, Johnny Evans or, or so, mm. you go and mark player A, They'll be doing, they'll be checking up yeah. on player A and seeing how he moves. But if you're mm. doing zonal marking, you don't yeah. know which of their players is going to come in. You, you've exactly. no idea what's going exactly. on. David just, says there, uh, yeah. put a man on the post and it plays everyone else onside, though. No, well, you can't be offside from a corner for a start. So yeah. the ball's yeah. played backwards. So mm. you then go out as a team when the ball's cleared, you know. I, yes. I, I, if if you're if you're standing outside, you know, in the six yard box, I, I get that. But for me, we're conceding far too many. The, 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 yeah. It used to be, you know, you, you basically could take your line from those two guys, even if it's just one. You know, whether it's a guy on the back. But yeah, once the the initial ball is cleared, they then bring up the line. You know, I think I, I don't think you can say that we would be any worse off by playing people on the post because we concede no. anyway. So whatever exactly. we're doing isn't working. It's got it, you know, at least we're trying something else. Yeah. 
Dorco, good evening. Um, welcome along. How the devil are you? Our defence has a form of dartitis. They were afraid to get rid of the ball, um, the same as Eric Burstow had a few years ago. <laughs> Melina, good evening. Um, how Hi. the devil are you? Welcome along. Check out Miss Melina's channel. Um, I knew you'd pop in. Please don't mention the game. We're not talking about the game. <laughs> and uh, Melina, we all know how Leicester can see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Three games, you were pointless. Just remember that. Although, having said that, you come back well because you were pointless. So, well done on that. Um, my worry is that if we do concede that early goal, I can see Spartak Moscow just shutting up shop. I mean, yeah. you know, take that Arsenal game, you know, I mean, it was, to me, and here's another quote coming, the proverbial game of two halves. Mm. You know, we didn't wake up. They, you know, didn't let us settle. They were the better team in the first half. In the second half, we were the better team. I'm sorry, we were all over them. Mm. But, you know, we, we the balls were going just wide, just over. And you've got that 2-0 deficit down and the clock's ticking down. What they've got to do is do what Arsenal did in the second half when they go ahead, and foreign teams are very good at that. Yeah, yeah, they'll do exactly that. They'll, they'll sit in, they'll block it up, uh, and they'll try and hit us on the break and and, and get a second. We know exactly um, how what would happen. You know, as I said before, they're experienced European team, so they know they've been away and, and played many, many, many games. Um, so they will know exactly what to do if they get their noses in front. They're probably yeah. going to come out with a with a game plan to probably keep it tight for the first 20, maybe then try and nick a goal, you know, express themselves a little bit and then sit back in. So we should know what to expect. It is the fourth game, um, week four, as they say, of the uh, competition. Um, last time out... Yeah, we had, um, we know we beat Mos uh, Moscow 4-3. And to be honest with you, whatever you say, it was a great performance. You know, mm. we were away. We'd never been to Russia before. It was bloody cold. It was snowing. And Daka, to me, well, I, in, in last night's show, in the Three Amigos with um, the, the, all the Leicester channels getting together, I actually picked Daka as my player of the month on that performance. But Napoli came good as well, and that's a bit uh, uh, frightening. It is so tight at the moment. When you look at the group, um, mm. and let's just bring it up here. You know, Warsaw still top with six points. Uh, Napoli and ourselves on four, but we haven't got the goals that they've got. And Moscow below us on three. Anybody can beat anybody in this group by the mm. look of it, and. It is as tight as the proverbial ducks, you know what. And I'm really, really worried that <coughs> we're going to go to that last game away at Napoli needing something. Yeah, I mean, you're starting to sound like Kevin Keegan there. You know, we've got to go there. <laughs> we've got to win something. Um, I'd love it if I'd love it. Exactly. I'd love it. Um, yes. I mean, you try and second guess what you really want in terms of points, but. I think we've got to be hoping that we get a win tomorrow night and Napoli go away and beat Warsaw. Um, yes. Because what you don't want is Warsaw getting enough points that it becomes a shootout between us and Napoli for the second yes. spot with us having to go there on the last game. The fact that we've got Warsaw next, 
Napoli beating them and then us beating them in the next game could effectively put them out of it. So, um, or, or make it a little bit easier for us going into that last game. Ideal scenario, Napoli and Leicester need a draw in the last uh, in the last game to uh, <laughs> uh, to get through. Now, far be it from me to say that you know Italians uh, could could make a deal. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's not what you're saying. No, not at all. Um, but you would you would think that that would be the scenario that everybody's looking at. If we win our next two home games, Warsaw and uh, uh, and and uh, and Moscow on Thursday, Napoli go away and beat Warsaw, then it looks a little bit more um, a better for us. I think Brendan came out and said he thinks if you get to ten points, it's going to put you through. So two wins puts us on the ten points, I think. Um, so yeah, so we go on to seven tomorrow, and then then hopefully beat Warsaw. So that's the scenario that I think we all we all want. Warsaw beating Napoli would not be a good result for us. No, no. Um, I mean, it's going to be. Where are we? We'll just bring it back up. Um, Oh, here we go. Uh, it's actually going to be at at Warsaw, which yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, which which isn't the best thing, but um, yeah, like you say, you know, we, we, it would be good if if I suppose we don't want to be like you say in that battle for second, do we? Uh, no, that's what I mean. I think you need to be you need to be going into that uh, last game against Napoli on ten points, which means winning mm. the next two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we've got there's no other way. As I say, if we lose this, you know, we've got to then beat Warsaw, and then we've got to go away and beat Napoli as well to to really have a chance. So you don't want to be putting yourself under that pressure. Yeah. No. I'm not saying we well, couldn't you... respond to it, but you don't want to be under it. I think what I think if it had been the last couple of seasons, you'd feel more confident about us responding to it than yeah. than, than than this season, but. You did mention him earlier, and Tell he has popped Honestly, on. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. <laughs> Never gets old, that one. Love it. Um, and uh, we are talking Europa League, and we're going to be straight back uh, after this. I mean, if we finish second, is it a disaster? Because we we have those then extra two games, don't we? We do. I mean, it's not a disaster, you know. You know, you're still in it, aren't you? So, um, and you would fancy us. Um, yeah, ideally, you don't want an extra two games, um, but you, you're looking at you know second place finishes somewhere else. But mm. you know, at least we're still in the competition. You know, disaster would be that we we lose tomorrow night and we're we're sort of almost out of the competition, uh, and then all our eggs are definitely in uh, in a basket. You know, I think um, I think FA Cup still gets you a Europa League spot. I don't think the League Cup gets you a Europa League spot. So we have the FA Cup and, and League position uh, to get us in there. So yeah, we we can't even think, can't even contemplate not winning tomorrow. 
And I don't, I mean, unfortunately, we've got Liverpool away in the League Cup, so we might not be going a lot further yeah. in that competition. If I'm taking my blue tinted spectacles off and uh, <laughs> be, be, being realistic, mm. um, Brendan's never done better than round of 32 in Europe, so he's got something to prove himself, hasn't he? He has, you know. Um... Brendan talks a very good game, doesn't he? You know, and mm. uh, sooner or later, you've got to start delivering. You know, that um, he's delivered in FA Cup for us and he's delivered to fifth place finishes, which is great. But your next step is to to make yourself known on a European stage. As you say, we're already falling down the coefficient from our poor yeah. showings. Um, if we've got any um, ambition to be a regular player in European football, then he needs to break that uh, that hoodoo of not getting past 32. Did I read somewhere we're actually on the same coefficient as Burnley? Because they had that one <laughs> season in the Europa League. And no disrespect to Burnley, but, you know, it, it's... You know, again, I, I don't get all this coefficient rubbish. I think if you qualify in a certain position, that's when you go. But then again, like I say, that would that would be sensible, wouldn't it? That would really be sensible. It would be. Um, Samari uh, is on a booking. Okay. Do you risk him? And we're going to come on and, and look at the whole team in a minute. But, you know, we don't know about Indeedy at the moment. But Samari, like I say, is... is is he risked with him being on that? Because he would then miss the next match. I think we've got to look at, uh, obviously, we, we don't know. Um, we're going to look at, at, at a team that we think that we would pick between us and we'll probably end up making some assumptions about fitness on the back of that. Yeah. But um, uh, probably not, I think. Um, I think there's other players for this game, to be honest. I, he didn't. He didn't cover himself in any glory for me against Arsenal. Um, he looked the, the the most disappointing thing. I, I mean, we've talked about his lack of um, aggression, which I can accept under up, up to a point. What I can't accept is of a player of that standing knocking safe five yard passes backwards instead of looking forwards, mm-hmm. um, not demanding the ball. You know. For 30 minutes, I was watching him. And Telemans was the same, to be fair, until later on in that first half. Not working off the ball, not creating little angles, quite happy to be hiding behind one of the opposition players. If you're a midfield player, particularly in a team that builds from the back, you can't go hiding. You've got to be making little angles and demanding the ball, not just standing there and hoping they pass it. You should be shouting that you want the ball. He didn't do that for me. And he, he's got to start doing that. And he's got to be the one who's looking to thread passes, not just give the ball backwards and sideways. No. Uh, and, and this sort of always a box-to-box midfield. I think he's more in Brendan's head than actual um, yeah. hard facts or, 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 he, in, or information. He took the easy option far too many times for me. He did. Uh, that said, I suppose, in fairness, it, it's probably the worst game that he's, 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 he's had for yeah, us. Yeah. No, yep. uh, but let's hope let's hope he's got it out of his system. But uh, we'll be looking at Moscow and we'll be looking at the team um, straight after this.
saying about Spartak Moscow, just, just checking here, they are uh, Russia's most successful ever club. Well, well, there you go. You know, we're not playing mugs, are we? You know, as I say, we're, we're playing an experienced team. So they'll be smarting from that uh, defeat uh, in the last game. So they'll be here with something to prove. Um, and they want to go further in it as well, because otherwise, you know, their coefficient is going to be going down the yes. swanee. You know, and, and by all accounts, you know, it looks like they're not pulling up any trees in the Russian league. So no, this may no. be uh, something that they're going to target as well. That said, you can sometimes, and I'm just looking at it here, I mean, they, were in, they got to a two-quarter finals in the Champions League in, in the mid-90s, but we have to accept, and I suppose it's me being of a certain age, I still think, oh, the mid-90s was, was quite recent, but it wasn't, it was like <laughs> 25 years ago, my yeah. God, you know, uh, where, where have those years gone? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, And I think, you know, we, we may be, I mean, they were in the pot below us, so I suppose that kind, kind of sums yeah. up, but... We know it's going to be a tough game, and like you said, is is all I say is he's got to go for it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. There is no way to hide. You know, a draw's not good enough. Um, no, no. You know, he's, he's got to go for the win. Talking of which, let's have a look and see what we we don't not what we would think Brendan will do because I think it's hard to. Uh, uh, Probably do, uh, double guess what he's going to do, but what what formation would do, would you play tomorrow? I'm I'm looking at a four one three two. Please probably uh, select one that the BBC don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. Um, I, haven't, I haven't got a four one three two. I've got a four one two one two. Yeah, go with, that one. Go with yeah. that one. That 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 that's the closest, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, so, um, there we go. So, here we go. So, let's see if we can agree on many. Um, just take a couple of comments first. Um, fearful, uh, Darko says, fearful foxes nowadays. And Terry says, do we know from which country the officials are from? I will, I will try and find that out. Um, I think it will be different to the last one, won't it? Probably. That that should be your homework, Terry. Yes, you go well, off. You go off and check. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I must admit, when we, when we prepared for the the away leg, uh, it did actually say on UEFA.com who the officials are. It didn't this time, um, but there is a whole pack you can get with all the information in. But uh, Terry, your homework. Go on. Yeah. Go off and check and come back and tell us. At least we won't be able to get Michael Oliver. Um, no, <laughs> there is that. There is that. It, it, there's only there's only one that's going to be in goal, isn't it, Casper? Yep, yep, Casper will be in. I think we agree. So for the back, so we'll start at the left uh, because yeah, we, we are we are going to make. Well, I am. I don't know about you, Chris. I can't speak for you. I, I'm going to make uh, assumptions on a couple of players' fitness. So uh, we have to. Yes, we yeah, have obviously to. Obviously, it may yes. change. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, you didn't get a look in uh, at the weekend. Um, and I don't know, again, whether he's not fit or not. Would you go Ryan Bertrand at left back? Um, no, because I'm going to take a gamble on the right back. So I'm going to go with Castagna at left back. Okay. If the gamble, and I know, I obviously know where you're going with that gamble. Yeah. 
Um, if that gamble wasn't to pay off, um, yeah, I'd probably then... put, yeah, I'd probably put Bertrand in rather than Thomas to yeah. be honest for a bit more experience and then switch Castagna. I think what what what's happening there is that we are both um, thinking about the uh, <laughs> the injuries. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and we're thinking it in different ways. Terry says, okay, you carry on. He'll go and find out. Good man, <laughs> Terry. Good man. Um, therefore, I presume on the right back, you're going for Piera. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he's fit. As I say, if not, then I would probably be looking at switching Castagna over and uh, and putting Bertrand in at left Bertrand back. In, yeah. The only reason I went for Bertrand is is because of the fitness and, and yeah. um, injuries. Uh, and for me, Bertrand's just that bit older and he just got that bit more experience um, yeah. over over Luke Thomas, who has and there's there's been a bit of criticism about Luke Thomas, but I think it's it's unfair really because I think he's he's done all right when he's been called upon. Yeah, I think uh, you know again he's he's still a young kid and and I think he did okay. I thought it was a little bit unfair to to pull him out of quite a lot of bad performances at the weekend. I think he he lost concentration a couple of times, which is disappointing. But then second half, he, he linked up very well with Barnes, I thought, and lo- looked a lot more threatening. So yeah. there were positives to come out of it as well. It wasn't all just negatives. Yeah. Am I going to guess that one of these is going to be Soyuncu? Yeah, the 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 one on the left next to Castagna would be Soyuncu. So you, you're, you're moving him back over that side now. You think he's done his stint on the right? Uh, just because I'm putting Evans next to him. Quite right. Yeah, I think I think when Evans is there, he's a bit more of a, a a calming influence. Yes, yeah. Um, and this is going to be silly. My mind has gone blank. Just remind me, did Evans play at the weekend? Yes, he did. Yeah. And you yeah, think he, he's he, was, be... he was quite lucky to get away with a yellow card. That's um, right. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's correct. Sorry. Yeah, my Where mind is, totally. Um... Totally. I'm trying to block bank that game out of my mind totally. You yeah. see. Whereas um, Laporte got a red for virtually identical um, foul. Um, so, again, when we're looking at consistency, I'm, I'm quite pleased, but uh, in terms yeah. of consistency... In fairness, um, Melina did ask me about that on the on the mm. show, and obviously I wasn't there, so I was watching mm. it, and I, I therefore couldn't see the whole pitch or what have you. Was yeah. he the last man, or could? Well, he, he was. I mean, to to be fair, he, he was quite a way out. I think he was quite close to the halfway line. And at the time, it it looked a little bit of a um, six of one, half a dozen uh, of another. But looking back at it since, you know, he, I think he's I think he's lucky. If he hadn't yeah. fouled him, Aubameyang would have been away straight in goal. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, it, I always look at this. What would I want if it was the other way round? Exactly, exactly. And I would have wanted a red for it. Yeah, yes, one hundred percent. But uh, we, we we got away with that one, didn't we? Yeah. I think. Um, but uh, now then, um, you've gone four one three two. Yeah. So this one here, are we thinking? Indeed, he might be back. Yeah, that's that's my hope. Um, that, that that he slots back in there. Um, I think he brings he he sees danger. I think that's that's the thing that Samari doesn't. Yes. Um, 
I think you could make an argument that that Samari, a confident Samari, uh, is probably better on the ball, um, mm. protects the ball better, um, but he needs to develop into his role a little bit more. But I don't think he reads the game uh, as well and senses danger in the same way that indeed he does. But to be fair, not many players in the Premier League do. <laughs> no, that is very true. And, you know, indeed he is a defensive midfielder. That is his his role. And in fairness to Samari, that isn't his, you know, main main midfield role, is it? No. You know, so um, he was on the bench on uh, the weekend, um, indeed. So fingers crossed, you know. Yeah, for me... For me, if he wasn't fit to play, he wouldn't have been on the bench. So uh, I think we should be making the assumption that he's fit to play. Yes, yeah. And, and I'm going to say this, is a, even if it's 85, 90% fit in DD, mm-hmm. um, better than a, a 100% fit Sumari, I suppose, is the question. Um I think it, it depends very much on the game, but this game is is really important. So I, I would say if it's match fitness is lacking, mm. then you play him. If there's a danger of him recurring the injury, then you don't risk it. Yes, yeah. But let, well, fingers crossed <laughs> that yeah. uh, we, we, we need him. Terry, I'm sorry to um, rain on your parade here. You've not quite got it right here. Uh, but I've I just checked at the same time. Yeah, all the officials are Turkish. Uh, it better be good because my daughter's over there at the moment. All the officials are Turkish. The VAR is also Turkish. But for some reason, the assistant VAR is Polish. Now, unless they couldn't get enough um, Turkish officials, because I know last time it, they were all Greek because they've all got to talk to each other. Um so See, that I, that, that's that, interesting. Yeah, that I mean that doesn't seem right, does it, when you've got a, a Polish team in the group um who could be affected by whatever happens in this game. Yes, yeah. But he is only the assistant video, but it is a very, very good point. Is he, is he the one who plugs it in? I, I, I mean, I don't know what, what the assistant does. Does he bring tea? I, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's the one you know, that that brings the, the the rich tea and the, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, the and the cup of char along. You know, uh, far be it from me to think that um, UEFA.com have got it wrong. Um, I'm just trying to just check that he is actually Polish. Um, mm. Yeah, no, he definitely he is Polish. He is Polish, like you say. Mm. Strange one, UEFA. Mm. Well, uh, well, you, you know, we've got uh, if we get any dodgy VAR decisions, we've got a perfect uh, uh, excuse. <laughs> yeah, let's get our excuses in ready. Exactly. You know? Okay, so then you're three across um, in front of Indeedy there, and we'll yeah. go for the centre one first. Now, um, it, it, there's only one man, isn't there? I don't know. Where are you going? Tillemans. If uh, well, if if we're playing uh, that sort of diamond, um, mm. yeah. To be honest, doesn't really make a difference. So yeah, go with Tillemans in there. Yeah, I mean yeah. I, that yeah. that shape that they've got there, yeah. I, I'm ignoring. I'm just just presume that indeed right. he's on his own, and then the next three because you you wanted the four one three two. Yeah, didn't no, you? that's fine. So yeah, now then, here's where we may start mm. 
to differ meetings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, not that we ever differ at all, do we? Mm. But um, let's go on the left of the three here. For me, I've got to put Barnes back in. I thought Barnes did enough when he came on to warrant uh, coming in for this game. So I agree. Yes. He, the thing with Barnes is, and he doesn't, you know, people are saying, I mean, I couldn't believe I actually read one comment that said, Barnes is a good player, but he needs to sort out his finishing. Hmm. And I'm like, seriously? He does get the odd goal here and there, doesn't he? I say his finish against Brighton wasn't bad, was it? I know, exactly. But, hey, football's all about opinions, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. But I thought, you know, this is a game we've got to win. So, for me, you want people who are positive when on the ball and want to go forward. And I don't think you could accuse Barnes of um, wanting to do anything other than go forward when he gets the ball. And if he goes forward and he scares their defence... Gets yeah. taken down just outside the box. Gets taken down just inside the box. You know you, that that's what you want, isn't it? As much exactly. as him scoring a goal, it's him forcing them into yeah. committing a foul. He's a ball carrier, you know, and that's what you want. Yeah. You, you, yes. you need to pick up the ball and, and get it in the opposition half as quickly as you can. Yes, indeedy. Although we've already got him in the team, of course. Indeed. Now then. Um... I'm I'm torn. I really am torn here. Yep. Um, oh, because if I put the one I want to put in, then I haven't got room for another one I want to put in. <laughs> and I think that you will go for the one. <laughs> this, this is getting like deeper and deeper, isn't it? I'm just you just go for I, the one I, you want, Chris. Uh, the one that I would want to put in and see. Um, is probably Luckman. Right, okay. I think you might be going for Madison. I, When I originally was thinking about the team, um, mm. I was going to have Luckman and Barnes as wide players. However, mm. when I looked at it uh, with a view to how we played against uh, Moscow in the last game, I thought Madison was threading through some very nice passes for Dakar, uh, as well as Ian Acho was as well. I thought Madison yeah. did as well. So for me, because we need to open up the defence, I know Luckman can change it. You know, he can come on and run with the ball. But for me, I think Madison's got a little bit more about him in terms of opening up the defence. And as you were talking about winning free kicks in and around the area, yeah, uh, Madison's the guy to have on uh, them on that. It was a fantastic free kick at the weekend. Yeah. Just unfortunately, oh. came up against probably the save of the season. Yes, of course, he's you know that one save has made him from a relegation threatened keeper to a uh, to England's number one, hasn't it? It's I can say all of, a sudden, all of his sudden, he's he's worth every penny of his thirty million. With one <laughs> exactly. Save. exactly. Having said that, it, it wasn't just one one save, was it? I mean, no. the other saves weren't spectacular, but I thought he read the game very well and came off his line quickly to, to shut down any other opportunities we had. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I do agree. I, as I say, I was torn between the two, like I yeah. say. The, the, the thing that I like about if we do start with Madison is that Luckman can come on 
he can really kind of play either sort of side, sides of yeah. Madison or Barnes, but he, he, he does seem to be more effective when he comes on. Yeah, I think it's a little cameo role, isn't it, for 20, 25 minutes. Yes. And he does look more effective coming off the left for me where he can cut inside. So maybe it's an ideal scenario that, you know, Barnes gets 60, 65 minutes yeah. and then Lookman replaces him. Yes. And um, like I say, you know, I think with their defence tiring, uh, two up front, um, yep. which I, think we, we, I agree 100% with that. One of them, which is the easy choice for me, and I think the one that we'll agree with, has got to be uh, Kelechi and Acho. Yep. You know, and I, what I what I like about <coughs> Kelechi is his work on. You know, if you study him and if you look at, you know, I know mm. you tend to judge strikers by, oh, they're not scored for three or four games, etc. And he does, um, Dorco. I'm going to put you up against the wall and shoot you up with uh, recommending Perez. <laughs> but um, within, with, with Kelechi Natural, if you actually watch him, he, he's touch off the ball and he's, like you say, his passes. It's, it's his whole round game. It's not just about scoring goals with him. And he's really impressing me this last, well, the back end of last season and this season. Yeah, I think sometimes his touch can be a little bit off and, and then, you know, if he doesn't start the game well, it can affect his um, his confidence. So it takes a little while for him to ease himself into the game. I think that's happened in the last couple of games. He's not been at it from the off. But there's no doubt that when he's on his game, um, he reads the game very well. He takes up intelligent positions and his all-round awareness of the team around him is excellent as well. And that's why you see that he's... He's not just a striker. He's, he's he's quite happy to play in his teammates as well. Yeah. Uh, so he's an intelligent player. So he, he fully deserves his spot here. Dorco, if if Brad was here, he would be chopping something off and feeding you them with a bit of spaghetti. I'll tell you. Uh, I think Perez. I think Perez is busy being the assistant to the assistant VAR. <laughs> we, yeah, we we can but hope. Mm. Now then, now, now then. No, I was going to go there. I started to go there, as you can tell, because it was such a we're of an age. You know, day, it, comes, it comes naturally, doesn't it? But uh, but totally, yeah. totally inappropriate. Now, for me, um, I would be starting Mr. Dacca. But if it was for me, um, I would also be starting Dakar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I you had me going for a minute there, mm. which is a bit scary, but there we go. <laughs> you know? mm. uh, that's not a bad team, is it? No, it's got it's got threat in it, and that's that's what we need. I think it's got a goal threat. You can virtually say, you know, Barnes is as much of a goal threat as Dakar and uh, and Ianacho when he's on his game. So I think there's plenty there to to take the game to. Spartak Moscow, you know, get the yeah. game won in the first half an hour for a change rather than yeah. chasing it, you know, and then and then just tighten it up and see the game out has got to be the the plan for me. And I think with with, with um, Dakar as well is if you're if you're that Moscow defence and you see Dakar's yeah. not in that team, you're like, yeah, great, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, he's just put four past them. So he, 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 yeah. to my mind, is that is the first name on the on the team sheet for me. Yeah, for me, I think, you, you know, you're starting to see 
the rotation between Vardy and Daka in the cup games and the league games, which is essentially what Daka was bought for. I think yes. he looked early on like he might take his uh, some time to to get used to it, but he be, he's becoming more and more um, accustomed to the pace of the game. I think, and to, and to the Premier League when he when he comes on, he's making a difference as well. So he's, it's the ideal scenario for for Brendan that he's got at the moment. He's got two strikers who like to play on the on the last man and stretch the game, and he can switch them in and out in uh, in cup games and league games. Brilliant. Um... Thank you so much for coming on, uh, as always, Craig. Um, the, the, the wise old owl, if not the, the thinking woman's totty. Uh, we just take whichever one you prefer. <laughs> just so we, we have got coming up um, one ex-professional, and I'm uh, in Julian Watson. I'm pleased to say every week when we do the Prediction League that we actually had a different fan coming on every week. And then mm. last week we, uh, we, we hit the heights Um with, of course, the jester from Leicester. Yes. I'm pleased yeah. to say, moving forward and starting tomorrow night for the Prediction League, every week we're going to have a regular, when you can make it, uh, pro Steve Linux will be doing the um, prediction show with us. Excellent. The uh, You've had the jester from Leicester and now you've got the man in the van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with his history with his predictions, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I brought him in because the guest is catching me up in second. So <laughs> I brought him in as my secret weapon. <laughs> but uh, And I think I'm above you in the prediction league by one point as well, Craig. Yes, I did see that, uh, Chris, but seeing as I've missed a couple of weeks, you know, I'll take that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. It's excuses, 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 <laughs> you know. Greg, thank you very much, sir. You're Enjoy welcome. the match on, on Thursday, and I will see you back on Friday when we're looking at uh, Leeds. We will indeed. Yeah, thanks, Not Chris. Thanks, everybody. To look at, Cheers. <laughs> there we go. Thanks very much, Craig. Stay safe. All the best to your family. Thanks for coming thanks, on. Mate. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks to Craig there. Uh, and this is what is coming up next. Nine o'clock, I need to go off and uh, and get changed and make it look like I'm uh, not wearing the same clothes all the time. <laughs> Terry, I'll see you then. It's going to be in about 50 minutes. Julian Watts, and we are going to be talking Leicester's holy defence. And I don't mean holy as in the, bless you, my son, holy. I mean the holy as in the uh, Swiss cheese. Um, we're going to be looking at managers. Are they managers anymore or are they just yes men? Is that who we who, who, who owners want? And also we will be looking at um, England players kicking up a bit of a fuss because the bonus was cut for getting to the final of the Euros. Should they be paid a bonus? We'll be talking about that with Julian. Thanks to Craig. Thanks for joining. I'll see you in about 47 minutes. Terry, get a question ready, mate. We'll always ask your question. So come up with one and we'll see you then. Thanks to everybody. I'll see you uh, for sloppy seconds in a bit. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms 
for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Till I die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.